Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 68, the Yamir Yager, or the rookie Albert Pujols episode. I am your host, Tej Butler, and I'm going to jump right to you, Doge, and say, Doge, the Reds are in the playoffs. How are you, brother? Let's go. Dude, I'm doing great, man. Happy Clinchmas. Happy freaking Clinchmas. Dill, you don't need to worry about that for your teams, I believe, but uh, how are you doing today, brother? Yeah, both the Rays and Indians uh, have secured a spot in the MLB playoffs. Sure. Looking to uh, move forward with some wins here in the playoffs with the expanded 16-team playoff uh, that the MLB is going with. So it's going to be interesting, but the National League is coming down the last couple days as far as who's getting in. So it's, uh, it's good for you guys with the Reds getting in. Absolutely. So for our show need to... need that Red Sweep, oh. Dill. need that Red Sweep. <laughs> for the for the Indians to take the division, yeah. Well, got to become a Reds fan real quick. Yeah, real quick. Yeah, I mean against the Twins. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Come on. Indians have to do some work too, though. So. Sure. Sure. They've been doing it though. They've been playing well recently. Yeah. Both both Ohio teams. Yeah. yeah. They got the they got the Pirates the last two games of the season. So the eighteen and forty Pirates are not looking too good this year. So I'm hoping we can uh, just finish them off the way that we should. Yeah, they're not Same here. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why uh, not? For our show today, gentlemen, first quarter we're going to talk a little bit more about the Reds, what we think they might do in the playoffs, same with the Indians and the Rays. So just a little MLB update for our squads there. Uh, second quarter we're going to do a little NBA uh, conference finals update for you there. So a lot of things happening since our last pod, a lot to talk about. In the third quarter we're going to do the guest lines here for week three. So bring that back from... Uh, what we had in the last episode. And then in the fourth quarter, we got a lot of FCC news to break down with the new schedule. We've got uh, some health news, and we've also got a new partnership news. So quite a bit to break down for FCC. But first, as always, ladies and gentlemen, we've got to warm it up. So Doge, I'll bring it back to you first. What do you got here for your warm-up? What are you going to express for the old boys here? Well, we already touched on it a little bit, just excited that the Reds were able to clinch the playoffs. So, I mean, we'll talk about that here soon enough. So, I guess I could just shift over a little bit to just being excited that SEC football's back. Yeah. Uh, been, been watching some highlights, got to see the, the Gators W today, and uh, watching some highlights from Kentucky-Auburn. So, it's, it's cool to see some of those things back in action here, uh, being able to watch some sports here live. Definitely. First, uh, first year with the SEC on ESPN as well. So... <clears throat> That was interesting uh, today with some of the, the different calls. A little Tessa tour there early in the morning. Gotta love mm. it here for the Gators. Chomp, chomp. Oh, um, yeah, I'll go next here. Gordon Theodore Hayward was born here this Wednesday. So congrats, uh, G, on having the, a boy. So now da- Daddy can finally be happy, as you've seen in that video. So I know he said he's always happy, but I'm sure he'll be excited to have a little dude running around that he can play video games with and whatnot. Play some hoops with, I'm sure, but... Need the Celtics to bounce back here um, and uh, force a Game 7 with a big Game 6 win tomorrow night. So we'll focus on that later. Uh, big deal. What do you got here for your warm-up? Yeah, so I swapped my warm-up around with my buzzer beater here. Oh, okay. Uh, got to come out of the gate strong. Yeah, so we mentioned on it just a second ago with the SEC, and the Gators are back with a strong win, 51-35 to over Ole Miss. Kyle Trask, you know, not missing a beat there with his first start of the year. Uh he, look, let me read these stats here for you real quick. Heisman hopeful, as uh, some people are saying. People so, are saying. 30 of 42, 416, and six touchdowns, no picks. So, ties, I mean, ties the Burrow record yeah, for the ties, SEC, right? He ties Joe Burrow for the, first, um, for the most touchdowns in their first conference game of the year. So okay. uh, also tied a Florida record with six uh, touchdowns in a game. So he had mm-hmm. one more to beat both those records. Needed. You know, they didn't need it, so I think that if the game would have been a little bit closer, they would have been passing the ball more and not relying on the run game. Ole Miss, uh, Lane Kiffin looked exciting, though. I mean, if you're an Ole Miss fan, you got to think that, you know, if you aren't playing the fifth-ranked team who has high hopes in getting to the college football playoff, that the rest of this year will look good for them. So, good right. for the SEC, I guess. But. Definitely. <clears throat> Definitely. Just good to have uh, some college football back. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's move on here, boys, to the first quarter. Um, just talk about the MLB, our expectations for our teams going into the playoffs here. Um, like we were mentioning, the Reds are playoff bound. First time since 2013 that they're headed back to the playoffs. So 
Um, Doge, how do you expect them to do here um, with uh, the guys we have on the mound and some of these bats that have come alive here a little bit towards the end of the year? And then, Dill, we'll give it to you after that to break down the Indians and Rays and what you think they might be doing here, and I'll, uh, I'll go last. But, Doge, what do you think here first? So I like the, what the Reds have been doing. Uh, we've been kind of a hot, cold team for yep. a lot of the season. Yep. Uh, Castellanos starting out hot. Suarez, Votto kind of starting out cold. They kind of switched roles a little bit where Votto and Suarez started picking it up. Castellanos dropped off a little bit. Kind of seems like the whole team's kind of getting together right here at the end, which has been really nice. Um, I mean, I, I love our starting rotation. The first three guys being Bauer, uh, Castillo, and, and Sonny Gray. I mean, I, I so love nice. that matchup against you know any team. Send those guys in and, and see what can happen. But uh, you know, I, I like that our bats are, are getting alive, and you know, hopefully the starting rotation can continue to do the same because, like we said, you know, in the last pod, Trevor Bauer still kind of giving his contention for the for the NL Cy Young. So gotta have hopefully it. we can continue to play that well and, and we'll see what happens. Gotta have it. Need that I, I, I like our chances, dude. We're a hot team right now going into the playoffs, so I love that. I agree. We're hot right now, which is nice. One of the hottest teams in the MLB. Some of the other hot teams, I believe, are your teams, Diller. At least I know the Indians <clears> are. I'm not sure if the Rays are hot right now. But uh, give me a breakdown for those guys. So the uh, the Windians are 8-2 and two in their last 10. Sure. The Rays are seven and three in their last ten. Uh, both are looking pretty strong heading into the playoffs here. I think it's going to rely heavily on our matchups uh, as far as the pitching rotations for both teams. The current bracket right now has the Indians playing the Yankees. Wow! Not excited about that, but I mean, That'd no home tough. field, so right. I mean, it's going to be on a neutral site here. So that game. Uh, along with Tampa Bay versus the Blue Jays currently, Ooh, okay, um, would be both in San Diego. But I believe that Houston and the Blue Jays have swapped spots. Okay, so, so you're not... playing the Cheaters. Well, where are the Reds at? Who it just play? depends on the on the division. So uh, yeah, there's still games to be played, so it can Houston, change. Houston being a top seed division. Uh, whereas the Blue Jays would be the third seed in their division, that's why they get the wild card. So, sure. uh, looks like we're going to probably get in the uh, the Blue Jays unless some things change here in the last two days. So, <clears throat> games are already underway for uh, who do the uh, Saturday? Who do the Red Legs have in that? As so they, as it stands, they'd be playing the second place Braves. Okay. Okay. And the Braves have not shown up in the playoffs. Yeah, like I know. they uh, the regular season they've you know been a dominant team last at least last year I remember uh, didn't really have many good playoff wins. So. Right. If we get our starters going deep in these games, we have a good chance to go forward in these playoffs. Because if not, if we leave it up to our bullpen, we're not going to have a good chance. But if we let Bauer and Castillo and Sonny Gray get seven innings in or whatnot, we're going to have a real good chance to move forward. So That's all we need. We can't rely on the bullpen for any of these wins. Nope. We got the Moose. We're going to let the Moose loose. Vado still bangs. Blastianos is still going to bang it there as well. Like We're going to be able to get some of these hits, but we really need our starters to be dominant, and they have been all year for the most part. So hopefully they can keep that up. Absolutely. Um, Especially in, like, I know we were really good in those seven-inning games, so hopefully we can just make them, like, little seven-inning games and then just have the two, like, innings where we just need to close it out real quick there. But hopefully we can have a lead in some of these, but I'm excited. No home field kind of stinks. But uh, either way, it's good to have the Reds back in the playoffs, so very exciting. I know uh, Joey Votto said that this is – we're every team's effing nightmare, uh, and they all know it. So looking forward to uh, seeing if that comes true. I'd like to be everybody's nightmare in the postseason oh, yes. here. Uh, moving on here, boys, second quarter. Tonight the Lakers are going to be taking on the Denver Nuggets here to decide maybe if the season uh, will be over for the Nuggets. It's 3-1 there. Celtics held on last night, making it 3-2. They'll play tomorrow night uh, to see if they can force a game seven. Um Topic number one here in the second quarter. Do you think the Celtics are going to be able to force a game seven? Um, what do you think of Brad Stevens' adjustments there in this game? And then um, what do you think of the performance of the Heat there as well? So, Dill, I'll pass it to you first. I mean, certified bucket hero. 
Hilarious, dude. Didn't really uh, anointed. Show up. He had the most like highest rated jersey on Fanatics for that day too. Yeah. Like he had. Oh my god, a lot so of hype funny. involved. Now, don't get me wrong here. I think he's good, and he's I he's like gonna be him. good for a long time. But I don't real, think that actually. after one game of him going off is a certified bucket. No, and I know back you know in, in Kentucky. When he said, I'm a bucket, okay, that might be true, but you aren't a certified. There's a difference, okay? Like, Steph and Clay, like, those are certified bucket guys. Yes. KD, certified bucket. Like, yes. Jamal Murray now. Yeah. I mean, right. he's he's been sh- uh, showing up throughout the playoffs. So LeBron James. <laughs> he's just certified. He's, yeah. every, he's certified yeah. everything. He's certified, certified NBA. LeBron. Um, I think that in the two wins that the Celtics have had, they've looked really good, and they've been able to show that they can adjust to the game and not just go in with the same game plan and finish with it. Right. Like, they looked terrible in the first quarter yesterday. Well, yeah. Now, granted, I was watching mainly the Lightning. but We I was didn't definitely look good, though. We missed a lot of shots, Definitely sure. peeping the score and watching here and there of the Celtics game, uh, going with the two-TV setup. Yep. But... I mean, they had, what, 116, 121? 121 points yesterday after scoring, I think, like, 20 in the first or something? Right. Uh, 18. So, I mean, in three quarters, scoring 33, 41, and 29 to fin- uh, finish the game out, I definitely think they can force a game seven. It just depends on what cool. kind of can... team's going to show up. Right. Well, yeah, well, once we get to game seven, if we get there, it's a different story. But let's get there first. And I think a big thing that changed the series – no, maybe not serious. At least that game was Enos Cantor coming in and getting us some really big uh, post points and really a couple offensive rebounds. Now he wasn't necessarily great on defense, but he really kind of changed the the energy there, and we really started attacking the basket a little bit more too, um, which I think we need to do in order to force a game seven. Is keep attacking the rim, keep forcing them into foul trouble. Yep. Um, we did a great job on Drogic. We did a great job on Hero. Uh, you know, anoint him in the Hall of, Bay, Hall of Fame first ballot right now. I mean, he's incredible. Um, I think he's actually really good, like you're saying, but you you can score 37 once. You need to do, like, give me, like, 20 the next game. And that's in a game They had 15, four. by the way. Right. Right. It was a game four. So it's not like a closeout game seven NBA finals. If he continues to do something like that, it's different. But it's his first year of doing it. Let's see where it goes. It was. It could be just like a blip on the radar, but I think it'll be a Magic Johnson. Right. Like, come on. So you, no, he's you, not Magic. <laughs> to your just point with magic. Enos Cantor, he played ten minutes, eight points, four seven from the field, four rebounds, two assists. So right. it's like he had an impact in a short time span, which isn't always the case with ten minutes. Doge, I'll give court. it to you here in a second. But one thing that I thought was really, really impactful was at halftime, Brad Stevens didn't say anything. He just turned it over to the team and said, "It's your guys' season. If you want to say anything before we go out and or like potentially lose or win, like you guys are welcome to speak. I'm not gonna say anything. It's like up to you guys." And I guess they had a big like powwow and talked about how they were gonna do this and like what they were gonna do. So hopefully that turned the season around as well as that other meeting they had after game two. But they really came out of that second half looking really good. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown specifically. So something worked there, and hopefully we can continue to bust that zone. Because that's something we need to do because it's definitely beat us a couple games. Doge, what do you think about the series? Can we force a game seven or is this uh, Miami Heat to the finals? Now, I don't, I don't know what will happen for the, the final end of the series, but I absolutely think that the Celtics are taking this to seven. And I think that the, the announcers for this last game said it best that, you know, the Heat had a chance to close it out. Yeah. And they, they absolutely gave Boston the chance to have the momentum into Game 6. Yep. That they finished strong, Boston did. They were shooting really well, like you said, coming out of half. Uh, really just were an entirely different team. And uh, they, they brought it back, took the W, and it was a commanding lead at the end where you know it, it didn't seem like that was going to be the case playing that entire game. So um, I think Boston has momentum. I see them winning Game 6, and then all you know, all goes to shit in Game 7. Who knows right. what happens then, but, uh, you know, I, I think Boston's definitely taking this to 7, and then we'll see what happens. But uh, I think they have the momentum right now, and I think that's going to ride through 6. Something that kind of makes me feel confident about potentially going to a Game 7 is that was the first game where we had a lead. Now, first of all, we came back from being down, and then we had a lead, and we held that lead and expanded on it too. We didn't lose it and make it a four-point game and squeak it out. We, we beat them pretty, not bad, but 
we beat him that game for sure, which we haven't done yet. And Brad Stevens said, too, this is the first time he's seen Celtics basketball in a little while, which I totally kind of believed as well. So hopefully we can bounce back here and move on and enforce a game seven and, and get to the finals and take on Lakers or Nuggets. Who do you guys have here tonight? <clears throat> it's 3-1 L.A. versus Denver. Uh, do you think they're going to force a game six here, or is this Lakers, A.D., LeBron, headed to the finals, team of destiny action here? Dill, right back to you. Yeah, I mean, this has been a, a close series in the sense of the score. Uh, L.A. has looked like the overall better team. At times, the Nuggets have been able to just hang around, but they haven't been able to close the door on the games. Um, there haven't really been any wild blowouts um, as far as the last couple games, but I, I think the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are taking it to Game Six. I don't think they're ready to go home yet. Jamal Murray, like you said in the first round, started packing a suitcase. It's not ready to happen. So I'm, I'm believing him. Unbelievable. I think I think Murray and Jokic are going to have a game they need to have, and they just need somebody else to step up and hit buckets at key times. So whether it's MPJ, uh, Morris, right, Mason Plumley, you know, maybe he gets in there. You know, the old uh, cliche, like Mike Malone said, they petitioned the league to have them start this season. Dude, hey, it's down three-one. They're right where they they got the Lakers right where they want them. They've done this twice <laughs> already. Um, no, nobody wants to be down 3-1 to the Lakers because they have AD and Braun who can just go off. Like, LeBron could just be like, I'm tired. I don't want to play another game in the series. Like, I need some rest. And just goes bonkers. Yeah. But I, uh, I'm i sticking to my guns here. I am going Lakers tonight. I think AD has a huge game. I think there is not going to be this two-rebound, five-rebound AD. I think he's going to have um, maybe not a triple-double per se, but a big 30 Five thirty point plus game with 10, 15 rebounds. I think they're going to come out with a lot of energy. I think this is going to be a close game. I think it's going to come down to some execution, and I think guys like KCP and guys like Dwight are going to hit their weird little shots that they're going to get at the end, um, whereas some of the other games that they've lost, they've missed those. So I think the Lakers close it out because they're going to they're going to want the rest and so they can you know relax and focus on the finals. Doge. You got the Nuggets extending this here, or you got the Lakers? I uh, I do have the Nuggets extending it one. Okay. Um, I think I think the Nuggets win today, um, just on the fact that you know AD coming off a little tender from his from his ankle injury that he took late in the game. Yeah. Uh, in Game Four, so you know as much as I would love to see AD go off, uh, I I think tonight's <laughs> going to be a slower night for the Lakers, just making sure that. That nothing else bad happens, and I think that the Nuggets are going to be able to capitalize on that. Um, nevertheless, still think Lakers are taking it in six, winning four-two in the series. But I do think the Nuggets get one back here, uh, just with with AD coming off of the mild injury there on his ankle. Okay, okay, I could see it for sure. Either way, it's going to be a great game. I know Murray's going to have a big game. Jokic will probably have a big game. He needs to be more aggressive. AD can't have another rebound game like I said, like he has before, so I expect a big game from him. Um, either way, exciting series so far in both both of these conference finals. <clears throat> Hopefully they can both be extended, at least on the Eastern Conference side. <laughs> uh, moving on, boys, to halftime. Big Diller, <laughs> your time to shine, brother. Where can we find the Cheap Seats Network stuff? The lights are bright here, so I'm hoping I'm shining. On Facebook... Yep. You can find us, The Cheap Seats Network. Okay. So it's pretty simple. Just type it in, The Cheap Seats Network on the old FB. White F in the blue background. That's the app. Find us. Twitter, little uh, white birdie in the blue background. At The Cheap Seats SN. Okay. Four. Go ahead. Take a guess. What does SN stand for this week? SEC Network. <laughs> Valiant effort. Doge, do you have any random guesses? Um, Sooners not getting the top. 
<laughs> I like that one though. K State with it. shout out I to like K State. That one though. Big comeback win down twenty one in the third. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go with. Uh, we were playing a little Madden here, and I said to Teach about how nice it was to have fans in the stands, and I understand we can't now with the current status, but COVID's just being a social nuisance. Sure. There you go. Certainly is. So at the cheap seats SN four. Social nuisance. <laughs> Doge, I like what it. do you have there in Titletown, Cleveland? So, for the clubhouse social media, Titletown, Cleveland? Wait a second. Yeah, I, what? I, I took that way too seamlessly. <laughs> yeah. I threw that one under the bus. Titletown? Yeah. Uh, you have a Titleist hat on, and you're in Cleveland, so I just put the two together. I do have a Titleist hat, but I lost in golf today. I think Cleveland's kind of bad luck all around in sports. Sure, mm. sure, sure. Sure. No, but for the for the clubhouse <laughs> social media, you can find us on Facebook, at the clubhouse, and then Twitter and Instagram are at clubhouse underscore tcsn, tcsn for the Chief Seats Network. So oh sure, follow us, give us a like, subscribe, all the above. Gotta love it. Absolutely. Gotta love it. Uh, we should be having some merch coming out soon. Please uh, check our Twitter page for the survey. Uh, we're waiting to get some more orders in, so we have a bulk order. So uh, if you're looking for some extra Christmas gear, you know, that's coming around the corner. you got some birthdays coming up, maybe. Get some clubhouse gear for your friends. You know they like the show. You know they want to wear the gear. You know they want the shirt or the sweatshirt. So why not just get it for them as a gift? Because you know they're going to nice wear it. Nice quality stuff, too. Yeah. I, was, I was rocking that QZ all over the place. Man. Oh, my God, right. It's fresh. Yeah, last time I went to go uh, train with some kicking, you know, up at the turf for uh, some field goals, I was wearing that. So hey. hopefully they noticed uh, some dude wearing a bright red shirt that uh, had our podcast information on it. So. I haven't worn that and not got a compliment. Like At mm-hmm. least one, some person's like, dude, that's like that quarter zip's nice. That's what I'm saying. Like, every time. So, whether you like quality merch or you want to support the pod, you should hop on there, place an order, and we'll get it out to you. Or if you want to look good, feel good, feel good, play, play good. good, play good, pay good, pay there, good, live good, whole, live a, good, die good. I mean, come on. It's very uh, cyclical. Yeah. Very cyclical. Start with some clubhouse gear. Check it out on the Twitter page. All right, boys. Moving on. Third quarter. Let's move it on. Guess the lines. Week three. We're coming out of the gate hot here, Doge. Joey B and the Bengals going to Cheese Take. Cheese Take. Well, it could be Cheese Take Town. Yeah, they're cheese and They takes. got a lot of cheesy takes. Cheesy but takes. Cheese Cake Town. Cheese Steak Town. Cheese Steak Town. That sounds better. Philadelphia. They have good cheese steak. I can't. They have a lot of good cheese in Philly. Cheesy Takes. Cheese steaks, steaks, cheese cakes, cream cheese, and Philly. Yeah, yeah, I mean Philadelphia cream cheese is the number one brand in cream cheese. Exactly, <laughs> they got it all. Who you got on that line, Doge? Bengals at Eagles. I'm just taking. I, I think both teams, obviously, both being 0 2. I don't like the Eagles a whole lot. They're poopy, dude. They've looked bad. People are giving up on Carson Wentz. As we Bengals, speak. I don't think are poopy, but they're not great. Yep. And I'm just going to give the Eagles the normal three-point home field favorite. Mm. I'm, I'm, roll, three. I'm doubling down on that. I think that's how they're going to see it. I think the Bengals are eager to win for Joe Burrow's first win here. I think everybody's been talking about how it's unacceptable. They're 0-2, which is just something Andy Dalton would not, like just not come out and say. So like I'm excited. I think they're going to come out hungry. I think the Eagles aren't very good. I don't think Washington's very good. I think they got kind of lucky. Um, and so I think the Eagles are bad. I'm going just home field there. Minus three because the Bengals are not uh, certainly great either. But they they can score some points. Diller? As defending my title here for the yeah, you're last one guess the lines, bitch. I think the Eagles three and a half. The Eagles. Maybe the football team's... You're playing, you're playing the prices right. He's such right, a bitch. Dude. We're He's a bitch. three and you're at three and a half. I know. Uh, you could have asked me first, and that was my, that was my initial know. guess. Well, guess what? We're going to next. It's five and a half. Deal with coming out in the lead here. Hey. I might have to That's take the Bengals lot. here. 
That's a Might have to take the Bengals here. Also with the nice. uh, hit on them last week and we won, boys. Yay! Also with the pumped up crowd noise, just getting the booze from the no fans in the stands. Joe Burrow said he was pissed about that. Hmm? Joe Burrow said he was not like happy that they were pumping in booze, I guess. About Carson Wentz? Just in general. Okay. Like for the fans. For anybody. But I'm sure that if they're doing that for Wentz, that's like even shittier. I'm it's sure. just super funny. Maybe that's what he was like in referencing it too. Yeah. But I know he said he didn't like it. <clears throat> okay. It was about the booze. That was uh, from Laurel Fowler, our friend. Oh, yeah. She's got some good. She's got some good inside info. Friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod. All right, Dill, you're up. The football team visiting Title yeah. Town, as he <laughs> as he would say. The Title Town. Cleveland Browns. Browns. The the Poopers. The Odells. The Brown. See, I think the Browns are going to be minus six here. Wow. I'm going Browns minus four and a half. I'm taking the Browns minus five and a half. Browns minus seven. What, dude? Seven? This is according to Yahoo Sports. That's fair. I'm just letting you know where it's coming from. I mean, that's fair. I would probably take the Browns. I don't like Washington. I think the Browns are pretty for real. I mean, yeah, the Bengals gave them a good game. Bengals covered the spread last week. I think the Bengals aren't that bad. And they're going to take, I I don't know. I think they got hosed. Here's what I think. I think the Ravens are really good. Yeah. And that's why the Browns look poopy. And you saw that again against the Texans. I mean, the Texans had a whole extra four days or three days to, you know, game plan, and they still couldn't stop them. Mm. All right. All right, Dill, you're up 2-0. Yep. God damn. Next game here. We got Rams at Bills. This should be a good game. What do you got? Rams at Bills. I'm thinking Rams minus five and a half. Uh, Doge, what do you got? I've got the Bills by four. Wow. At home against the Rams. Complete opposite spread of mine. Um. Absolutely. What did you go with? Bills have been playing great football. Josh Allen looks great. Stephon Diggs has been an awesome addition to their offense. Bills minus four. What did you say? Rams minus five and a half. I'm going home field. Minus three. I think these teams are both really good. It's I an think even matchup with home field. It's pretty advantage. even, yeah. Which, no home field, but still. Yeah. Well, I guess kind of home field because you got to go from the West Coast to the East. It's an early game a little bit. That might play factor mm-hmm. in the COVIDian times. They've probably been training out there the whole week. Bills minus two. A little bit more of a pick em, boys. Wow. Wow. Minus two. So, they're, so they're almost giving the Rams a point on neutral field. Yeah. They're okay. saying that if this was played on neutral field, Rams would be a... They'd be a uh, one point, one yeah. Point favorite. I'm surprised. Bills have played great. I love them. Yeah, I might... Uh... <clears throat> Might have to peep them. Might have to peep the Rams here. We'll see. We'll see if we can toss that into a fun parlay. Right, I agree. Game. Let's go now to Texans at Steelers. Um, this one's tough. Minus two and a half Steelers. I think the Texans are pretty good. I think they've had two bad games against two really, really good teams. I think the Steelers have looked good against some bad teams as well. The Broncos aren't that great. Jeff Driscoll kind of hung in there a little bit. Steelers minus two and a half. Big Diller. Since you have the the weekly lead in the I think uh, season lead. I wanted to go with the Texans, but it's at Pittsburgh. Yeah. Minus one and a half to the Bergs. Guy. I'm. I'm sticking with Pittsburgh on this one. Minus minus three and a half. Mm. Um, I think they're just better. And they're home. So that's what I'm taking. Pittsburgh's look good, dude. I don't I don't like them having Big Ben back healthy. Steelers uh, minus four. Wow. Yeah. I like Big Ben being healthy. I don't ever wish for someone to be hurt, but The Broncos are really beat up, dude, and they did not look great against them. But 
But they're look. But you can't count on Big Ben. I agree. Steelers. I don't know. In in Heinz Field, I get it. I, I get the bet. I'm gonna yeah. take the Texans plus. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm telling you that right now. I think they've got they've they're a fraud of what their record is right now. I think they're gonna be in the playoffs. I just like Deshaun. He's just good, man. I do, man, but they're hurting without Hopkins. Yeah, I know, so but lost. they just played and, the Chiefs and they're getting but, hurt mid game last week. They played the Chiefs and the Ravens, though. Like, what do you? They played tough boys. I don't expect them to win either of those games. Right. I expect now or in the playoffs just, either. Just seeing a little bit more is all I wanted. I agree. I agree. They need Nuke for sure. That was pretty brutal. David Johnson. Wasn't the best trade. Looking. David back Johnson right now. ain't it. At least he's David not, Johnson did okay week one. He's not DeAndre Hopkins, though. That's the problem. No. Absolutely not. All right, let's move on here. Big game. Comeback Dak. Going up to Dangerous in Seattle. Mr. Unlimited. Doge. Who you got in this matchup? In Seattle, I have the Seahawks by five. Wow. I, I have, really like... Russell Wilson's been the best quarterback so far in the league, fantasy wise, and I think just normal. Mm. Just yeah, he's a beast. Over overall skill, he's he's been the best quarterback so far. Let Russ and cook. They don't have the twelfth man, but I, I still think I'm giving them a little bit of home field and, and giving them five. Sure, Bill. Hmm. The Cowboys week one played a Rams team that looked pretty good last week against the Eagles. Yep. They seem like they're legit again, that being the Rams. Yep. They had a huge comeback win against the Atlanta Falcons, who just tend to blow leads, with the, yeah, whether it's 28-3 to or 29-6 to or whatever mm-hmm. it was. They're just like, oh, we don't know the onside kick rolls. And right. Uh, terrible. So this one's hard to look at. Like, are the Cowboys good? Are the Falcons bad? Like... You said minus five to the Seahawks. That's what I said. I don't want to be the same guy, but um, I'd say Seahawks minus four. I'm going Seahawks minus seven. I think that if that onside kick doesn't go the way it does, this is easily a minus seven matchup Mm -hmm. with the Cowboys 0 2. Seattle's at home, so they get a little extra bump there. Like you said, Doge, Russell Wilson is literally on fire. Somebody like, We've seen get this a from bucket, him. We've seen douse this from him, him out. In the right. beginning of the year before, where he's ridiculous. Right. <clears throat> so let's see how this pans out. But Dak looked good in the comeback. That was a big comeback. That could be a rally. Hey, rally me, Ruhaha, Dak. But it could be a, just uh, Mike McCarthy is not very good at coaching. Like we got lucky on the onside kick that Dan Quinn is a worse coach. And doesn't inform his players about the onside kick rules. Like, what do you? You're the hands team, and you don't know you got to put your hands on it. Yeah. Come on, terrible. They're pro athletes. They should be able to make that play. You, that guy's getting paid out. minimum three figures to not know how to play the game. Like, come on. Six, but yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. That's whatever. what I mean. That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. <clears throat> so Doge minus five, Seahawks. I had minus four and a half. You had minus seven. A little recap. Seahawks minus five. Bam. Let's go, baby. Nailed it, Doge. He's tied with yes. Dill. So I should have just taken it the way I wanted to. Yep. Not try yep. to be pretty about yep. it. Yep. Yep. This is another big game. All right, Doge. Back to you. Sunday night football. Mr. Rogers. Discount Rogers. double check. Going down to the dome. In the Bayi. And Drew Brees. And the Saints. Who you got here? Packers at Saints. I'm going to go with just another true home field and just give the Saints minus mm. three. Mm. I think both teams are really good. Michael Thomas being hurt kind of hurts the Saints a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think going down to New Orleans, you know what? Give give me Saints minus two and a half. Okay. Take it. You take it. That's, that's what I'm taking. Diller? So I'm trying to see if he is listed as out, He's questionable. Out. They said he's out already, I'm pretty sure. Yep. 
I'm going Packers okay. minus three. I think they've looked really good. I don't think the Saints look good against the Raiders. I think the money's going to be towards the Packers. I know the Saints are at home, but I think Rodgers is out to prove that they should have not drafted Jordan Love and that he is definitely the man. So I think Packers minus three. I mean, Devontae Adams is also doubtful, so... It's, I'm, it's just... Packers. The Saints have got to uh, beat the Raiders, dude. On Monday night, they have to. Oh. You got to be better than that. All right. I'm, I'm not saying, giving them. The, I'm not giving them the points just for that. I'm saying Packers minus two and a half. This guy. This guy. I'm not piggybacking this week off anything that I think it might be. So. <clears throat> Saints minus three. So I'll be taking the Packers here. Goodness. Doge with the win there, right? No, there's hey, yeah. You could tie it up actually, Dill. Well, I'm saying, like, that one. Oh, yeah, he won that one, yeah. He nailed oh, yeah. it. He nailed it. Well, not Three different. in a row, baby. This one's going to be a difficult one to... You All right, I know what this is. I've looked at it. So I'm now going in. So I can't win. <clears throat> Chiefs at Ravens. Big game. Probably one of the biggest Monday Night Football games we'll have in a minute. Yeah. Week three, too. Week three. I mean, geez. Chiefs coming off an overtime win over... The Chargers of Los Angeles. The punctured lung Chargers. Eesh. Ridiculous story about the team doctor in L.A. How deflating. Yeah, really. Puncturing Tyrod Taylor's lung. That's why he couldn't play. That's probably why when Herbert had looked so good and they came out and still said, we want Tyrod Taylor to be the starter, you were like, that's kind of weird. But that's why, I would assume. So he didn't mm-hmm. actually get a chance to play with them. Um, and so now we have the Chiefs coming off that victory. Ravens beating the Texans, beating the breaks off the Browns in week one. They look like they're ready to go. MVP Lamar in full effect. Dill? Doge? Mm-hmm. Doge, who do you have? We got you first since you're in the lead. Yep. Sure. So we're, we're at Ravens. I'm going to take them minus four and a half. Wow. Diller? All right, I have. I'm gonna stick to my guns here. Ravens minus five. Wow, tough. Ravens minus three and a half. God dang, Dill. If you would have went the other side, yeah. tough. Doge with the week three. Guess the lines win. That's Dill with the Dill with the week two. Doge with the week three. We didn't do week one because we were a little behind. So this is our week two of Guess the Lines for week three in right. football. Correct. Yep. Correct. <clears throat> good good win there, Doge. Thank Hot. You, Four in a row. That. Just popping them off there at the end. I needed that. I needed the run. I know. You did. You really did. I gave up the early lead. Yeah. Tough. All right, boys. Let's move on here. Fourth quarter. Which part of FCC do you want to begin with? Doge, do you want to go schedule? Do you want to talk about our partnership? Or do you want to talk about the potential COVID action? What do you want to go with here? There's so much. Let's go with the uh, let's go with the schedule first. Okay. Stats team, we pulled up real quick. Sure. While we got the stats team pulling it up, I'll just give you my reaction because I know we were ranked, I believe, third in hardest remaining schedule. I know that we play Miami on the road. And they also have Iguain and Matuidi now, so that's no fun. We play Columbus again. We play Atlanta again. I believe we play Philly again. We don't play Nashville, and they said this was supposed to be based on proximity. They're the closest team to us. They're the newest team, so we'd have a chance of actually beating them. I know they want to play us. It could potentially be a rivalry. So I'm really upset with our schedule, and it stinks that we have to keep playing all these good teams. Like this will be like the sixth time we play or play the Columbus Crew, and they have beat our butt all year because they're uh, like a team that's going to contend, and we're a team that's trying to build towards making the playoffs. They're like a top five team. Yeah, they like are probably going to win. Like they look so good. I bet Miami's going to. They're <laughs> doing what they can to get Atlanta and Miami in the the playoffs, especially Miami after they added some big time names. So. I mean, I'm Miami's, sure that's why we got gypped on it, but you know, Miami's not there. No, but since he has more points than they do, I know we're looking good and right now. The keep crew, tying. the crew are in first in the Eastern with 30 points. Well, our problem is is that you we have clean sheets and games where we just haven't put the ball in the goal. 
I know. We need we need some more goals from Locadia and the boys. Maybe some of our new signings will help with that. But, Dill, read off the schedule here for okay. us before we go any further. So, starting in August with three games, D.C. United tie, Chicago three-point loss, Columbus tie, 0-0. Zero, zero. I've got a new schedule. In September, we've had Chicago, Columbus, NYCFC, New York Red Bulls, and then Philly we just tied earlier this week. And we have NYCFC again NYCFC is tonight at 7. Another good team. Like, these are all teams that have advanced in the, the tournament, by the way. Like, Starting in October, face Minnesota, Philadelphia, Toronto, Columbus again, D.C. United again, God. back to Minnesota, and then uh, Kansas City. Seriously, dude. Like, what the heck? There's all brutal teams to try to play when you're trying to make a push. And we like you played. said, like, Teach, like, all those teams were teams that advanced out of the MLS's back cup. So, like, I know we did. I know teams. we did, too. But all of those teams are looking at us like, oh, heck, yeah, that's an easy three points. And we're looking at everybody like, we got to go grind out another win. And I know Yopstom has really, really improved our defense. I think we have the leagues, uh, we're leading the league in clean sheets. With I think it's now 13, um, and we've had I think six games in a row or something like that with clean sheets. Either way, we're looking really good on the defensive side, but we need to be more effective on offense. And some of these teams have really good offense, so it's just going to be tough, tough sledding here. But hopefully, we can pull it out. And if we do make the playoffs with this schedule, um, we'll know that we really are a real good team because we've, I think, like I said, third hardest schedule based on rating, if I'm not mistaken. So. Oh, yeah. Toronto, right. Toronto is fourth. Columbus is first in the Eastern Conference. NYC FC is sixth. The Red Bulls are seventh. Uh, let's see. DC, Everybody in the top like ten. DC's last, but okay, one by. That's because Ariel was hurt by too. two points. Sporting KC is in third. Minnesota is seventh. So I mean, like, there are there are all top tier teams except for DC United, which. Okay, it's it's one team. Chicago's right below us. I mean, we're all right right there together for one game's going to be different, and this is going to be a total flop of the final four or five teams in the East. So, right. yep. The other teams are significantly better with as far as how many points and what the results have been, though. So, so something else that could make that like super, I mean, not super annoying, but it could potentially slow us down or affect our team is uh, we don't know who. But someone on the team tested positive for COVID the other day. We're, they're waiting on the results of their second test. Um, so unless the news came out today. Oh, um, I saw it today. Oh, who is it then, Doge? It's Hagland. It's Nick Hagland. Oh, the wow. Cincy boy. Well. He posted it himself on his personal Instagram <laughs> saying, hey, I, I've seen there's rumors about the team. Like, want to tell you that it's me. Wow. Interesting. He, uh, he practiced on Thursday night, started getting symptoms. Well, he practiced on Thursday, started getting symptoms Thursday night. Friday, the test from Thursday came back that he has COVID. So it'll be Hagelin that's that's missing some time and away from the team, and hopefully that didn't spread to anybody else. Yeah, hopefully it didn't spread to anybody else. Uh, that's a bummer. He had been filling in for Deplon, or just playing in, in his role, and he was pretty pretty good recently. Actually, actually made a MLS Team of the Week uh, last week. Um, so bummer that Haglin might be out for a little bit, but hopefully he can get back and maybe it was just a false, um, you know, positive potentially. I don't know if they heard that it, the second test came back positive or negative or not, but hopefully no one else gets it and we can uh, bring in some of these new guys that we're also focusing on as well. But yeah, that could definitely affect our team for sure. Absolutely, defensively. I mean, when they brought in Deplon to sub in for Hot Hagland uh, on that last game. DePlon instantly had like three or four touches that just turned into absolutely nothing, giving the ball away or whatever. And you know, I, I thought that was a good move putting Hagland in and, and trying to be a bit more sturdy in the center back. But uh, that hasn't happened yet, so we'll we'll just have to see. But biggest critics of DePlon are, are right here in this room. So <laughs> he's good, man. I think there's a lot of critics of DePlon. Don't get me wrong. I don't know if it's just uh, just us. I heard we had an offer from LAFC for him, but it was like they were giving us like a ham sandwich and you know some old soup, so we weren't gonna take it. But hopefully we can. Depends on what soup it was. Yeah, true. Good broccoli cheddar, I'd go for. 
Yeah. M- mac and cheese with a little bacon on her, sure. Good potato soup. Cheesy potato. So, the last three games we faced... Lobster bisque. NYCFC, we've been outscored 11-4, so... A clam chowder. Tonight should be a, another good game for us. That's not a not a good look for us, still. <laughs> well, French onion? Hey, I'm telling you, if, if you have a good French onion... <laughs> I'm just naming soups. It's well worth... <laughs> I love French onion soup. What about a blue crab bisque, you know? It's one of my favorites from a restaurant down in blue, Florida. I don't so. know if I had a blue crab... Oh, I guess I've had, a, I've had a crab bisque. I'm not a, I'm not a bisque guy. You don't look like a good bisker, you know? You know what? Bisque is a heavy soup, so if it's like hot, hot, hot in the summer or it's something like that, it's not, not the time the best. For it. Yeah, it's a good cold guy. Same same with a French onion. Good chili. It's always nice. Can't touch me yeah. getting a bisque dude anywhere. Like a hearty chili? chili. Nice. Yeah, Skyline's a different kind of no, chili. No, 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 I'm just saying. I it's like not like the, the beans with the meat and it's the onions. It's way different, for sure. Way different. You might have all those. Good things. chicken noodle. Good beef and noodle. Chicken noodle has been so mainstreamed that it has lost a power ranking in my book. What? Oh, yeah. What? Chicken noodle's, like, maybe not even top five for me anymore. Yeah. I just associate it with it be, with me being sick and me not liking carrots. Now, what about, Fair like, enough on the carrots. What's your top five, then, while we're here? Yeah. I mean, Before right. we get into our partnership with Hoffenheim. Quick, like you said, quick soup I top love- five. Love a good broccoli cheddar. Yeah. French onion. Sure. Chicken pot pie soup. Wow. Hear me out. Is that like a chicken dumpling? It's good. It's good stuff. It sounds good. It's not quite a chicken chicken and dumplings, but sometimes you get the breadcrumbs on there. It's good stuff. Okay. I like it. Valid. Um, Loaded potato soup. Epic soup. So is that cold, right? No. No. Really? Hot. Yeah, with cheese and bacon and like. Yeah. See, I know it has a cold potato soup. chunks. Get out of here! No, dude. I've never You're heard wrong. of it warm. Legit. So that's four, right? That's four. The fifth one has got to be like a. I mean, I don't even know if this is a soup though, but it's a pl- It's something I would get at like a soup restaurant. Okay. It's like a good like white chicken chili. Yeah, white chicken chili tortilla. Like, Which, like, may not be a soup, but TJ just reminded me that I also like fucking tortilla soup, too, so. <laughs> Dude, hilarious that I'm calling out, like, chicken noodle is not even in my top five. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it can't it's be. Not, dude, it's not it can't be. be. Loaded potato, lobster bisque, clam chowder, broccoli cheddar, chicken tortilla. Put it on a wrap. Yeah. Chicken noodle is the utility six man for every team, though. Like, yeah. It's always yeah. on. It's always on the roster. It's a household staple. Who give me your five now, Dill? All right, here we go. This has got to be like garbanzo bean. <laughs> no, okay. So I think that a. I'm just trying to think of versus what I've had versus what I would look for. You know what I mean? Because sure. I've I haven't had a whole lot of good French onions lately, but the top ones are definitely at the top of the list. But. More recently, I would say I've fallen in love with a lobster slash crab bisque. Sure. I think that those, if you have a good one of those, like I'm taking premier of all of these soups in order. Yeah, it's your favorite soup. It's not like the shittiest version of... Like, I know, but these... Everybody can have a bad bisque. Don't get me wrong. Right. There are some where it's just straight butter and you're like, dude... There's like bad I, chicken noodle. I've taken... I could... Bad broccoli cheddar for sure. Weird chicken pieces. Yes. Okay. Anyway, getting off topic here. Need to speed up the tempo, right, T? Got to get the tempo going. We're... No, no huddle, huddle. No huddle. No <laughs> huddle. All right. So number one, a good lobster crab bisque. I think number two's got to be the French onion. Maybe like a bread bowl from Panera or something. Don't just oh, yeah. bread bowl in here. Like, of course you got to have a bread so, bowl. So honestly, I've had I think one broccoli and cheddar soup, but it was pretty good. So I'll put that in the top five, but I'll probably reserve that for the fifth spot. So I'm okay. jumping one, two to five. Okay. Number three, I'm putting in. This is a dual little a zone dual. player. I think if you have a great tomato soup with a great grilled cheese, those two, then you have a little little sour creme in there too to kind of make a little. Grilled cheese creme. changes the game, but that's not the question. Tomato soup for me is like Zach Levine. Never gonna sign him. Uh, and number just not my guy. 
I'm trying to figure out what number. Uh, <laughs> I like him, but he's not be. my guy. Like, good player, good soup. Appreciate the soup, not my soup. What would number four be then? Chicken noodle. Yeah, chicken noodles made it twenty to the top. No, no way. tortilla, um, chili. Is, is chili considered a soup in this equation? I did the white chicken. He did the white chicken. Okay. I, I think if that the, he. If you get into the Campbell's can, you can chill with it. Okay. Uh, I would say like a good homemade chili kind of soupage for number four. Five would be the brock and cheddar. What about like some soup you get with like your? Uh... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Take like that an chili egg dumpling out. or something take like that. that? Like take a... that out. I'm going with miso soup. There you go. That's what I was going to say. Little little Asian zing. You like a miso? Sure. Oh, dude, that miso soup. That's miso soup right now. Bangs. Okay. It would bang right now for sure. Okay. Um, that was our favorite soups. Back to FCC. Quick little intermission there. Great news, since we just had some bad news with Nick Hagland. Hate to see that he's sick. Hopefully he's actually well, doesn't have many symptoms, doesn't have any lingering symptoms. I know some people have had that. Um, we, have a, we have a partnership with uh, Hoffenheim. How exciting is that? So, for example, uh, New York City FC, they have a partnership with Manchester City, so they're, they're technically owned by uh, Manchester City, where they can have players transfer in and out, and uh, have like jersey sponsorships and other kind of colors and things like that. So we've uh, partnered with Bundesliga team um, Hoffenheim, which is really exciting. They're one of the uh, the better teams in the Bundesliga. You know, not they're not Bayern or Dortmund, uh, but they're up there as far as uh, clubs. Um, <clears throat> so really exciting. I know Gerard Nijkamp said in the future uh, you'll expect to see some transfers on both sides, like some guys from FCC going to Hoffenheim, and then some guys from Hoffenheim coming to FCC, potentially build up and then, you know, go over there and play in the Bundesliga. So this could be a really, really good partnership for us and is very exciting. And then hopefully it can uh, bring some friendlies too so we can see some Bundesliga soccer over, soccer, soccer over here. Doge, what do you think? I know you're a little bit more versed in the Bundesliga. Can you tell us about Hoffenheim and uh, what this might mean for FCC? Yeah. Yeah, Hoff Hoffenheim not by any means a top tier team, but they no. uh, they they've stayed up in the top Bundesliga for a little while now. I remember when I was back in high school, they were kind of flirting with the uh, with the bottom of the table there. But uh, nice to partner up with a team from one of the top leagues, you know, top five leagues in the world. Um, obviously, my one of my favorite teams there, Borussia Dortmund, being in the Bundesliga as well. Uh, like to see that some of that talent from that uh, you know really talented league potentially coming over here to the MLS. Uh, through FCC, so it's exciting news, and uh, just looking forward to what it looks like here in the future. Absolutely, I love, I love it. Dill, what do you think? I mean, just a uh, initial look here from the stats team. They've won their last five matches. That's exciting. And they're eighth right now in the Bundesliga after one game. So I mean, like they're they're the top ish. Top issue. Yeah, yeah, I mean, one, yeah. one game. They're going up yeah. against Bayern next, so it's, they're yeah. going to take an L. I mean, we'll see. Look. Yeah, you never know. They might have the FCC, FCC power so on their side. In the next, uh, in the last five, excuse me, versus if I could find this because I just lost it all of a sudden. Where, where am I doing it? Well, you were looking that up. If wow. you haven't yet, ladies and gentlemen, get on, look at a tour of the new stadium. Or drive by it if you have the chance. It is coming together so well. It looks sick. I'm excited to see it completely finished. I'm excited to see a game in there. I saw where my dad's tickets are going to be for next season. So really excited to see what that will be when you can put some fans in that bad boy. So they're 1-4 they're in the last five games. Uh, from recent to least recent. Okay. 6-0 loss. 4-3 loss. 2-1 win. 3-1 loss, 3-1 loss. So they've definitely been outscored by Munich, uh, Bayern, if you will. So, okay. But Bayern's also been one of the top teams for how long now? So. In the world, I for, mean, they're, yeah. yeah. They're they the literally won the times. Champions League. So, Champions League championships. Like, so. like right. killed Messi in one of those games. Like, 8 nothing. Information is relative and they're perspective. Nasty. So They're good. They're real good. Bayern's real, real good. I think it's a good start for FC, just expanding their <laughs> Not every brand. club in the MLS has that. Like, that's huge for us. Right. Right. I love like, that. Huge, huge. Especially like, being in a German town of Cincinnati, too. It's cool to have that time. Like, I'm sure that Inter-Miami and Juventus are working on it right now. That just seems like what's happening. They've got two of their players already. 
that have come over. They have the similar colors, kind of similar logo. Um, Inter is like the you know the Italian kind of Inter Miami or Inter Milan. So yeah, I think that'll that's kind of how that'll work. I know, like I said, Manchester City um, and NYCFC. So hopefully this will really uh, give us a boost here. Um, I would love that. Either way, things are looking up for FCC. Hopefully we can get some more goals. We've got a big game against the Manchester City boys, NYCFC, tonight. So hopefully we can pull that one off uh, or at least keep our clean sheet streak going. Um, let's move it on here, boys. Wrap it up for some buzzer beaters. Mm-hmm. And we'll end the show here. Um, Dill, I'll let you go first, man. you got some got some stuff to get rid of. A little uh, ice time with Dill here late in the year. Yeah. Very uh, very late for any basketball or NHL playoff information to come out. So yeah. normally we'd be looking at the start of these seasons yes, to, to start uh, pretty soon. But yeah, like camp is about to be. Last night, Tampa with a huge win over time, five to four over the Dallas Stars, taking a commanding three to one series lead. Big win in the Stanley Cup Finals. Let's bring Stanley home and give him a tan, boys. We haven't had one sure. since 03, 04. We are smelling it. I'm tasting it in my mouth. I know they all want to kiss her. Sure. We need a win tonight. 8 o'clock, NBC. Big game. Stamkos is out. But that's okay. He has had three minutes of ice time in this series and in the playoffs. One goal, though, baby. With a just a freaking rip, dude. He's going to rip another tonight? That's good. He's out. Oh, he's out? Yeah, for sure. Really? So, Tampa, let's get a win here, boys, and take take the cup home where it belongs. You know, Dallas might be able to give her a tan, but... Hey, major shouts out to Braden Point. That guy's on fire, dude. I just love saying his name. Braden he's, Point. He's just a beast. Vic Hedman. He's a... Oh, big Vic Hedman is a beast as well. I mean, Shattenkirk with a rip. Yanni Gord, another uh, great name. A lot of good names on this Tampa team. Andre oh, yeah. Vasilevsky. Vasilevsky. Andre Pollock. Steven Stamkos. Zach Bogosian. Bogosian is a great name as well. I mean, that's just a hockey name. Pat Maroon. Bogosian. Um, just a couple just, of hockey guys. Good ice time. Hopefully they can wrap it up so you just don't have to deal with it anymore. Yep. Just get the stars out of here. Um, I'll go next, boys. Big UFC fight tonight. Big, uh, big main event. we got a co-main event here with a light heavyweight title on. The line between Dominic Reyes and Jans Blakovic. So that should be a good fight. Dominic Reyes, 12-1 and in his career, looking to hold on to that title. We'll see what he can do. But uh, what we're all here for, what we really want to see, Izzy, the style bender, Adencia versus Paulo Costa. This is going to be a great match. I think Costa <clears throat> coming down weight, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for this middleweight championship. Both of these guys are undefeated, 19 and 0 versus 13 and 0. Um, Izzy is really tall and lanky, has a different, interesting style. That's why they call him the Style Bender. And Costa is just a big time heavy hitter. Uh, really going to be an exciting fight. Looking forward to watching that. Uh, I'm not usually into peeping some of these big fights, but this is one I've actually been looking forward to. So, Dill, any thoughts on this uh, fight here? I know you might be uh, peeping it. Yeah, stats team coming in with the eight inch reach wow. for Israel over yeah. Costa. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's a lanky guy. Let's see how this plays out. It's a bold strategy. Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's yeah. see how it plays out. Doge, wrap up the show for us here. Where do you want this buzzer beater? Just a free throw. Okay, just take it. AD all-star for the All Star game. All Star game. Yeah. Free throw. Boom. Love it. I uh, I got redemption. Fantasy football, dude. Oh, I, heck yeah. Last, last week we were talking about how I lost in my, in my work league by .06 points. One of the worst losses I've ever had. It's terrible. That's defeating. I took down Trevor. Trevor Park, friend of the pod. Nice. Took him down this week in our in our league that we're all in by .8 last week. So the fantasy gods tilted the scale a little bit down for me last week, but uh, brought it back up this week and, and caught me that dub, so... Staying 2-0 and in that league and uh, going against JP tomorrow. Big matchup, so we'll see what happens. It is a heavy hitter matchup of, I believe, both 2-0. and Both 2-0. and You're right in saying that. I went 0-2 this past week. Both my teams now 1-1, losing to friends of the pod, Copus and Mitchell Dorner. So tough, tough losses. All right, B. Looking to bounce back against Ed 
And uh, friend of the pod, Billy. So shouts out Bill there. I beat Billy last mm-hmm. week, okay. and I'm playing Mitchie this week. So hopefully I can redeem for you and have him be uh, 2-1 instead of being 3-0. Because uh, right now, being a swing at 1-1, one one, it's a big week for these fantasy football teams. Big Absolutely. Week. Even though it's early, it's big. Every game counts. Every game counts, no doubt. No doubt. Um, well, boys, I think that's it for us. we got a big uh, big slate of sports coming up here. Uh, big games coming up for the Lightning, for the Celtics, for the Reds coming up here in the playoffs, which is very exciting. So next time uh, we're talking, yeah. hopefully we can be talking about a Reds playoff win or maybe even a series win. You never know. But uh, so <clears throat> hopefully we'll have a Celtics uh, extended series. Hopefully we'll have a Tampa Bay Lightning Stanley Cup. Um, that'd be real great there. So, uh, thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Bill, thank you for being on. Thank you, guys. Good conversation, good podcast, good listeners, great listeners out there. And ready for next time. Absolutely. Doge, thank you for being on as well, brother. Always a pleasure, boys. Always a pleasure. Also, check us out. Save it at the end. We're starting up some YouTube action here. So, some videos. If you want to check that out, we're going to work on, uh, getting our faces in those videos but right now we got a little video section going on under the cheap seats network so check it out we appreciate you listening this is the clubhouse